Aloha! You are listening to Inside the Desert Oasis Room, episode number 220. This episode is sponsored by the Tiki Bar T-Shirt Club, where their monthly t-shirt designs pay tribute to a Polynesian bar or restaurant from days long past. Each design is available for a limited time and will never be produced again. For the collectors out there, be sure to check out their subscription program, where they offer a discounted 3, 6, or 12-month plan, or you can always buy shirts one at a time. For more information and to check out this month's shirt, visit tikibartshirtclub.com. This podcast is sponsored by Frogtown Brewery, an independent craft brewery and tap room located in Northeast Los Angeles. Stop in and enjoy one of their excellent beers from their ever-changing, diverse menu. Tell them that Inside the Desert Oasis Room sent you and get your first pint on us. Limitations apply. For more information, go to frogtownbrewery.com and follow them on social media at Frogtown Brewery. On this episode, we chat with Justin Peterson, recorded on location from Tiki Oasis in San Diego. We sit down with Justin to recap our sold-out Don the Beachcomber panel for those that could not attend. Get all the details of the upcoming Don the Beachcomber brand of restaurants from its upcoming locations, cocktail program, new merch, to its future plans. As always, I hope you enjoy this episode as much as we did bringing it to you. If you'd like to follow our adventures, check out our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash polynesianpop where we chronicle events, bars, travel spots, cocktail tutorials, and more. And if you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash polynesianpop where membership grants you early access to podcasts and videos, front-of-the-line privileges to new merch releases, as well as exclusive content, meetups, and screen credits. All righty. Join us from the Lanai at Tiki Oasis and give it up for my friend, Justin Peterson. Not much. What's going on with you? I'm moving a little slow today. It is Sunday. <laughs> For our listeners out there that don't know, we're recording this at Tiki Oasis. It's Sunday morning, and it's been a long weekend. For, for some people, for me, it's gone by in you know the blink of an eye. Well, when I say long, I don't necessarily <laughs> mean like literally long. No, it's true. It's been a lot of work. Oh man, right, just for both it of us never ends. So far. Our listeners, I apologize if my voice is a little scraggly this morning, and it's not the sexy stripper DJ club <laughs> voice you normally get. <laughs> it is 8.30 in the morning, and, you know, Saturday night just happened just a few That's hours right. ago. That's right. So. We just got back to our rooms just a few hours ago. I mean, ago, for real, but, though. You know, but the thing is, we had to do this now because we've got a huge team out here from Don the Beachcomber. It's true. And everybody's going to start traveling home. That's that's right, absolutely right. true. Yeah. And I appreciate you making the time to do this with me. Of course. I'm sure there's a lot of things our listeners want to know. And for those that weren't able to make it to Tiki Oasis, we'll try to fill 
in some of the gaps where you answer some of those questions. We did do a symposium, which I think went together pretty well. Honestly, the response that I've heard all weekend since Friday, you know, at 1230 when we walked off that stage was amazing. You know, people just thought it was fantastic. They loved what we had to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, my wife, who was in the back of the room, um, feels like we kind of uh, alleviated a lot of fears that yes. maybe the community might have had. I, I 100% agree. I, there was almost a collective sigh in the room. Yeah, you could feel it. Yeah, because every, you know, we're all protective about this whole tiki thing and everyone wanted to make sure it was going to be done properly. Absolutely. So I, I want to talk about it a little bit. I, I want to give you a shout out first for creating such a perfectly aligned presentation PowerPoint um, and and you worked on that till the very end I right? did I was working on that like legitimately <laughs> I woke up probably four o'clock in the morning on Friday started pacing around my room yeah and I was like uh oh I still have like five slides to finish yeah. that I needed to yeah. do. like I was my slides the, my part of the presentation was the last part right well, and everyone else is locked it and we we talked about it on the phone beforehand yeah and and then we met up here yep. beforehand, and then you were still making adjustments. Oh, yeah. Even like right before it started, you were sliding uh, tiles around. Oh, I mean, Tim Glasner came in. And he was like, "Let me delete some, uh, you know, some of these yeah. slides." I'm like, "Okay, man. I mean, this, yeah. it's going to happen one and, way or the other." And I want to talk about that real quick. But let's introduce you to sure. our audience. Uh, let everybody know who you are and what you're doing with Don the Beachcomber. Yeah, my name's uh, Justin Peterson, and uh, I'm the creative director of Don the Beachcomber for 23 Restaurant Services, and that company is based out of Tampa, Florida. Awesome, awesome. And creative director really means just art guy, glorified art guy. Yeah, but that's cool. That's <laughs> no, it's cool. amazing. I mean, that's cool, especially no. for a brand like Don the Beachcomber, Absolutely. an iconic brand. Yeah. People are going to be protective about that, too. Of course. They're going to want to make sure that uh, everything looks right and proper and not goofy or <laughs> goofy yeah, yeah goofy no, or right. um or clownish right yes, clownish the presentation looked really good so you know that was actually my first powerpoint i've ever put together no absolutely are you serious 100 percent. wow mm -hmm. wow well it looked like you've been doing that for a long time hey man you know, <laughs> put me under the uh, pressure of time and trying right, to get something right. knocked out. I'll find a way. Right. I want. I want to um, talk about when this was being assembled. You you were gathering information from everybody, asking for logos, asking for photos, yep. asking for bios, and all that kind of stuff. And then our friend Tim. <laughs> I'm going to call him out a little bit because he's my buddy. Uh, Tim Glasner. He's writing the book about Don the Beachcomber. And he gave you like 110 slides? Yeah, you know, I mean, to be fair, honestly, I haven't done a lot of panel presentations. I mean, I'm yeah. not really that big on public speaking, so I would, you know, this is not something I would necessarily uh, volunteer to do, although I guess I technically did volunteer to do this, yeah, and yeah. so, you know, insanity took over momentarily, yeah. but... I didn't know how many slides is do you need for an hour? And when Tim sent over that file and I looked at it and I'm like, there's 111 <laughs> slides in this thing. I'm like, dude, that's a slide like every six seconds. Right. <laughs> you got 15 minutes at most. Oh, my God. So, like, we're, we're just having fun with Tim because. No, he's a great dude. Yeah, it's so yeah, funny. I, we, yeah. We've ragged on him about a little bit. But he knew. He knew that he gave us a lot. And he also knew that he had a time constraint. Yeah. So, 
and he had some great photos and very oh, informative information. So it's kind of funny because we thought, okay, everyone gets 10 minutes. Yeah. And Tim drops 111 slides on us and we're like, okay, how are we going to manage this? I, right. It's yeah. It's like, all right, I guess, you know, let's just there, you know, I, for anyone who hasn't done a panel, and again, that being really my first one, there is some element of like it feels like you're still flying by the seat of your pants. You can prepare, you can 100%. have all, a million conversations, but when you go up on stage, you plug that computer in. It's 100%. like, man, yeah. I get, we'll see if this goes. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. So what's funny is when we kick this presentation off, everything's going smooth, and everyone's staying within their time slot and then when tim gets up there you and i were like all right set a timer <laughs> yeah i mean I, you know i we to be fair to you know uh, paint a fuller picture we had a very packed presentation you right. know we had tim's presentation and he really kicked it off and then we went into the uh documentary that you're part of don the don Tiki with uh, max and then uh you know the don the beachcomber team had a you know that's kind of was the big part of that panel doing really the first looks behind the scenes sneak peeks of the renderings right. of what the restaurant looks like and some of the stuff and, that we've been doing behind the scenes yeah the merch and then we also really wanted to open the floor up to the q a uh because we know the you know specifically west coast tiki yeah, yeah. folks have questions and so yeah we were under we were under a gun we were you know and gun. it's like i think you and i were both sweating bullets a little we bit were sweating, the yeah. oh so it's funny is because while this thing is happening while tim is showing all these photos justin and i are over on the side whispering like did you bring a giant hook <laughs> yeah did you go to ikea and get big hook <laughs> we need the big hook but hey you know what kudos to tim mm -hmm. he did finish within his time slot on time we all finished on time. All on time. So the, the presentation was exactly one hour. We yeah. finished exactly on yeah. time. Everybody got in what they needed to get in. They saw all the slides that you put together. Yep. And we even got the Q&A, and there was some uh, very thoughtful questions. So let's talk about Don the Beachcomber because, as I mentioned, a lot of people are excited, protective and excited, right? I protective think that's fair about, to say. about the brand, making sure that everything is done properly. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the philosophy of what uh, the team is living by to bring back Don the Beachcomber. You know, uh, Danny, uh, a.k.a. Mr. Tiki Diablo, when he joined our um, advisory board, he brought along the design philosophy, which essentially says, you know, uh, respect the past, be relevant to the present have a foot in the future, kind of looking forward. And for the team, I really like what I said on stage, that's really kind of a North Star, you know, where we we know there's a responsibility that comes with this brand, not just the name, but also like the man himself, right? Like there sure. is, there's history, respect, and tradition that needs to be upheld. And no one on the 23 team, uh, on the Don the Beachcomber side, takes that responsibility lightly it's uh it's on the front of our minds yeah. every day yeah. with everything that we do yeah and uh we we've been trusted with it and um i hope that the presentation and the presentation is just part one right like now we have to actually go out and build these restaurants so we have to we have to make the drinks so we have to right. make the mugs and all that stuff. and all that's happening now i mean we have yeah. i i believe we have all the right people in place i agree for the drinks we have marie king who is the beverage director putting together 
Don's drinks, essentially, yeah. and, and making sure they stay true to the original recipes, true to the original intention that Don had with the cocktails that he was serving in his restaurants. So you're not going to get something that's just slapped together for the sake of making a dollar. No, you're not. We're not going to call a you know a bright red zombie that's made with like you know five ounces of grenadine or something a zombie. It's not you know you're this isn't 100%. TGI Fridays. It's not. It's not even, um, you know, some of the bigger brands out there like Margaritaville. Like there is, uh, again, Marino's the responsibility sure, that sure, comes with, sure. with you know, uh, putting together these drinks. Yeah, yeah. And the locations that are going to be opening soon, because, again, everything is in the works. People are, are curious when one's going to be opening it up close to them. So let's talk about sure. where they're coming in first. So. You know, I think it kind of surprised people when we announced that the very first location will be open up, uh, be opening up this fall, and that'll be in a town called Madeira Beach. That's kind of near Clearwater, St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, okay. Again, you know, we're based in Tampa, and the conversation I've been having all weekend long at the marketplace booth uh, is St. Pete, really? And right. it's like, well, you know, we're we're based in Tampa. We need to get these gears greased up, the operation running smoothly before we can really start expanding nationally. Sure. So, St. Pete, Madeira Beach, that's first. It'll be sometime in the fall. I can't give it an exact date, but construction is well underway, and it'll definitely be open before the end of the year. And then uh, moving into 2024, sometime around mid-2024, we'll have the second location open up on the east coast of Florida in Vieira, uh, Florida. And then later on in 2024, really the crown jewel to begin with will be uh, the location in a town called Hamlin, which is really Winter Garden. But as the crow flies or as the crow drives, however the crow gets there, it's legitimately a stone's throw the property over there uh like the magic kingdom so if you're at trader sam's and you're on a three-hour wait right you get in your car come up the down the beach it'll be a five-minute drive to get there and from what i understand that that particular location is being strategically located so that we can view the fireworks from the patio it's going to have an amazing outdoor deck and it'll face that deck will have uh south-facing views and then yes you'll be able to see every night uh, amazing firework views from the deck. And then, you know, sometimes twice a night, depending on the uh, time of the year. Uh, Disney does yeah. some great fireworks displays over there. Love it. I love yeah. it. Now, I know I've said we a couple of times. And so for the people that are wondering, why does he keep saying we? Would he, would he think he's part of this thing? You are part of it. Thank you, Justin. I So I thought, let me just throw that in there. I was added to the advisory board, uh, what, after the first meeting. Roughly, and, yeah. And um, I'm honored and excited and flattered oh, all at dude, the same time we're honored to have you to thank you to be part of this amazing team everyone's passionate about this project absolutely we don't have anybody in here that's just going through the motions everyone's passionate about making it right especially and, when you have three-hour conversations about music and sure. tvs inside a bar sure. you know you yeah. know people actually care you know if they didn't care we wouldn't be on a microsoft teams meeting right. all afternoon on a random thursday yeah, so that's what the where the we comes from. So I am part of the team, and and like I said, I'm excited, flattered, honored, and all that kind of stuff. I've been getting feedback from a lot of our Cali folks because they're like, you know, Don the Beachcomber's a California brand. It started in California, and uh, heard blah, it all blah, weekend. blah blah blah. So yeah, we're gonna get them in California. So uh, eventually, but yep. it does make sense from a business perspective that the first location is gonna be close to the corporate office because. 
it's it's going to go through some developmental pains, right? I mean, every restaurant does, especially uh, a new brand. Even though this is an established brand and has been opened before, I mean, essentially this is Don the Beachcomber 2.0. Like, it's all new ownership, all new employees. I mean, Marie King is a legacy employee. She worked at the Huntington Beach location. Sure. So there's, there's history there. But no, it's an all new operation with all new you know, people working behind the scenes on it. So it does take, there is a, a big lift to get this off the ground. And so, we, you know, when people ask, when does it come out to California? The answer is we want it to. Every intention is to go nationally with the brand. Um, we know that Don's home is in Southern California, you know, uh, and we want to bring it back. And uh, I guess all I ask is patience because it yeah. will happen. It's and, going to happen. And I will say this. By the time it gets to California, a lot of the bugs and growing pains and issues that would maybe, what's the word I'm looking for? Cripple, cripple, plague, plague or, or yeah, you, you, you know, know what I'm saying. Up the works, a lot of those things will be worked out. So yeah, by the no. time it gets to California, yeah. it will be a a better oiled machine. Absolutely. I mean, you know, we have a we have a very talented and uh, seasoned. Uh, staff, both inside our restaurants and inside the uh, the headquarters in Tampa. Everyone's worked in the restaurant industry for a long time. I think I don't remember the amount of years we added up the years uh, based on like all the experience that we have. But I mean, right. we're talking about hundreds of years of experience collectively um, working in the restaurant industry. So I don't foresee it being really problematic. But again, it's a brand new thing uh, for a lot of the company to be involved with. So getting our feet wet, greasing those gears, getting right, the operation right. to work uh, in the way that it uh, you know can scale up and be a national brand. It's going to take a couple years, but yeah, we're coming back to South, Southern California. I think you heard Mark say that on stage. Yeah. That's his intention. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to bring Don the Beachcomber back to the masses all across the country. We're excited to have it. Now, this is a great segue to a question I wanted to ask you, also to alleviate fears. Let's talk about the team at 23 Restaurants and what they're doing today, some of the other brands that they have, just so that people know that these guys aren't rookies. Yeah, so we, um, our biggest uh, brand that we have is called Ford's Garage. We're an official licensee of the Ford Motor Company. So what that means is we get the likeness rights to Henry Ford and the logo rights, the name rights, a lot of all the branding essentially that Ford uses, we get to use inside those restaurants. So inside Ford's, it's a beautiful like uh, pre-prohibition style restaurant, a lot of uh, copper, a lot of brick. But yeah, we've been trusted with the you know uh, uh, maintaining brand standards and, and not embarrassing ourselves with Ford. So, you know, having Don the Beachcomber now in our pocket, we, this is something that we're already accustomed to doing, you know, sure. holding up standards, holding up those guidelines and guardrails and making sure that, you know, everything is great. And how many locations are there at Ford's Garage? I mean, I think, I don't know the exact number off the top of my head because it has started franchising right. out um, to some other. But what uh, I'm getting at is it's, there, I mean, it's, there's over 25. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. they're across several states. Yes. I think seven or eight states at this yeah, point. Yeah. So it's the same model that that 23 restaurants will be following for Don the Beachcomber. And there's also other brands, right, under 23 restaurants? Yeah, we have a, uh, a British-themed restaurant called uh, Yeoman's uh, Top Golf Swing Suite. So Top Golf has trusted us to team with them to bring in some golf aspects into this uh, British-themed restaurant. We have a couple locations for that. And then we also have um, uh, our first stab 
uh, from our company at Tiki, which is called Tiki Docks, which is really more of like a beach themed Florida vibe. And, um, you know, uh, there are Florida Tiki, if you're in any of the Facebook groups, gets thrown around as like sure, chiclet toothed, sure, sure. you know, beach or like thatched roof, you know, Bud Light bars or whatever, which is fine. And that, there's plenty of that all up and down both coasts of Florida. Um, uh, but, our, you know, Tiki Docks is going to be a separate entity entity from Don the Beachcomber. It can be it's we can have two things that aren't the same thing. Right. Right. Yeah. And. We should also say, let me let me say this as well uh, before we go any further. We've signed NDAs, so we can't say everything. Correct. But there are other things happening behind the scenes. So um, I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> Do with that what you will. I don't want to get in trouble. Um, I want to talk about the artwork. You're doing a fantastic job. Thanks, man. By the way. I appreciate that. So a lot of the iconic imagery that we are accustomed to seeing from Don in addition to the stuff that you are creating is really working well together. Yeah. You know, uh, I've been so blessed with, uh, with having Tim and, um, Marie and a lot of the advisory board members, they have such a vast collection and really, I mean, Tim has a complete archive essentially of Don Beachcomber stuff that I'm able to pull from. So I wasn't really, you know, it would be so easy to just rest on what had been designed before to just reprint some of this stuff, slap the old logo, some of the old designs on these things and call it a day. But that felt cheap. That felt like taking the easy way out. Lazy. And I mean, lazy. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, there's I mean, we do. We, we all want the the original artwork to be there. But at the same time, it. It's something that's like it's there. There's how do I put this? So when you have um, this original stuff in your collections, the original menus and that kind of stuff, and we start reproducing that here for Don the Beachcomber, what happens to those collectibles? Right, it kind of dilutes the the specialness of the the older stuff, and so the newer stuff actually it's it's respectful to the older style. Yeah, but it's. Again, with the design philosophy, the philosophy of the restaurant. Looking towards the future, you know, being respectful of the past sort of thing, right? So when I started developing a lot of the the visual aspects, like the, you know, that visual language, what we're going to use for a lot of those design things that you're seeing at the merch table right now, but, you know, even things that haven't been released... I was really, you know, the heyday of Don was, it's mid-mod, right? It's Mm mid-century. So I wanted to bring in a lot of those elements that really necessarily hadn't been used before. Again, so many menus have, especially Don the Beachcomber menus, fantastic, you know, illustrations, fantastic artwork, fantastic designs. But it does dilute the, the collectability of some of that stuff if we're just putting it into a scanner, cleaning it up right. in Photoshop and calling it right. something new. I mean, I, I really want to carve out like, you and know, that's the respecting the past part. Absolutely. I want, I, I don't want to, it's easy to just rely on that, you know, sure. but I, if we, if we're going to do this, let's, uh, you know, slap a new coat of paint on it and, and, and make it fresh yeah. for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that as Tiki people, right, we all know that we love our collectibles. Absolutely. So 
here at the marketplace, we've got what? We've got like the matchbook sets. Oh, yeah. We've got the glassware. Yep. We've got a lot of cool stuff that all of us collectors are going to enjoy. And we've got apparel and I saw the very first mug. Yes. Of Don himself. Made by John Mulder. Made by Eakum, John Eakum. Mulder. It's it's our friend Don sitting in a... Um, oh, it's a peacock chair. And Mark Brown, president of 23 Restaurants, was walking around the property with that, brought it to my room party. Uh, we had a Desert Oasis room uh, room party sponsored by our friends at Don Papa. And, and it was a hit. Everybody wanted to take photos of it. And then, of course, everyone wants one. Oh, I mean, you know, it was... Uh, I, John... Um, we we hope to have it like available in mass quantities here uh you know just time kind of got away from everybody yeah. i mean as it does tiki oasis it seems like it's forever away and then it's there and yeah. it's like uh oh we're out of time yeah. i mean even i'll get to the mug in a second but the just the lift to even get the amount of stuff available to purchase at our marketplace booth today you know you're talking about when this was officially announced uh, as uh, being completed, I think in February, like late February of, uh, of this year, 2023 to today. I mean, you're, that's what less than five months. Cause a lot of this stuff takes a long production yeah, time. Yeah. The fact that we even got a one finished glazed mug from John in a five month span. And right, I don't think even right. John started on that mug until, I don't know, I was it maybe like April or, or May, something like that. So, you know, well, as someone as that's a customer, of John and who's had mugs made by John in the past as some of my listeners know I've had maybe one two three I don't know there's I've had he's you've had he's, a handful he's, yeah he's done work for me before yeah. it could take up to a year to get a mug from John I can take up a, or even a, more 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 from a lot of companies out there yeah you know and um, I guess we have the benefit of John essentially being in our backyard down in St. Pete um, not too far away from our offices in downtown Tampa, so we're able to check in on him. But you know, you know, he, uh, we had the intention of having it. Time again, it's never on our side. We're always working against right. the clock. The fact that we have won the show off, we're taking the pre-orders. I've seen so many. Like, I mean, there's this rose of fantastic looking Don sitting on that peacock chair. Yeah. Those mugs are drying yeah. out. They've been cast. They're ready they're to be. They're in production already. They're, no, they're in production. They're in I've production. seen it with my own eyes when I was down there, uh, I guess, uh, on Monday last week. And um, yeah, no, when we say five to six weeks on that website right now from when we're recording this, of course, uh, I think we can. I think that's definitely. I mean, John's going to nail it. So they're right. coming, right? There will be right. immediately in your hands, right? Soon. I love it. I love it. So, something for our listeners here that they don't know is that next month, I've already talked to Mark Brown about this. Oh, great! I will, I will uh, this, are be, you dropping something new on me? I, well, I think you know this, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think you know this, but this, our listeners say. don't know this. So, I am going to be traveling to to florida oh yes okay yeah great and i will be shooting some footage at the offices so people can see what's happening behind the scenes we'll get to look at maybe your your creative space well i actually don't it's funny i work remotely i live in orlando i I live about 10 minutes away from that uh orlando location when it goes up well so that'll be my home bar eventually oh that's awesome well i'm also going to get to visit some of those spots some of the spots that are going to be under construction i'm more than happy to invite you into my home you can go check out my little studio space so so yeah uh, my subtle way of inviting myself over (laughs) come on over and and uh we'll also get to uh see john Mulder's 
workshop, which I don't believe has ever been filmed and, and put online anywhere. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm struggling to remember if I've ever seen a like a video podcast of I've seen anything photographs in there. Here There's and photographs, there. sure. I mean, you know, when people visit. Yeah, uh, but we're it's gonna a, do we're gonna do a tour for you guys, and we're gonna show you space. how these mugs are being made and yeah. and and all that kind of stuff. Hand, so handmade by you know a very yeah. highly. Uh, um, skilled team down there in St. Pete. Uh, John's leading the way with his wife, and you know they've got some employees. And sure. yeah, I mean their hand. I mean these are these aren't mass produced. I mean you know yes the the addition of this one particular mug is three fifty, which is pretty big. You know considering some mugs here are like an addition of ten or even just one, but each one has to go through the same process. Yeah. Hand glazed. They're touched a million times to make sure the quality controls yeah. there. So. Yeah. You, These you know, are still artisan mugs. Oh man, it's it, this is this is something different than a mug. I'm in honestly, it's almost like it's really like a mantelpiece right. piece, right? right? Like this goes on. This is like your the crown jewel of a collection if you're a Don the Beachcomber fan, right? Right. So for our listeners, sit tight. You'll get to see. All the behind-the-scenes stuff happening at 23 Restaurants and Don the Beachcomber. I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't say you can see the mug right now if you go to shopdtb.com. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's throw all that out there. If people yeah, sure. want to learn more, if they want to get some of the merch, where can we send them? Yeah. So you, uh, our brand-new website is um, uh, DTB, Don the Beachcomber, so DTB1932.com. And then our store, which you can get to from that website. But if you just want to go directly to the store, that's shop dtb.com okay and i said that's it's such a radio voice shop dtb.com all right all right <laughs> how about the uh, social medias uh social media is also uh at dtb 1932 all right so i'd love to keep talking about don all day with you <laughs> justin but oh, we you can. have to get to the marketplace I this do. morning we got to get it open and last day yeah we're still here at tiki oasis and we still have business to conduct we so, do we so, are bu- we're busy men we are busy men. Makes us feel important sometimes. Sure. <laughs> so, very, very important. My wife will disagree that I'm an important person. So all our friends, right? That's right. They'll be like, okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah. come on, guys. That, you, know, enough, you know you're enough, important to like right? five people, right? Like that's... <laughs> yep, yep. Well, hey, thanks for being on the podcast. Oh, man, thank you for having me. And do you want to throw out your stuff or... I mean, if people want to uh, check in on me on social media, I'm on Instagram. I post there pretty frequently, at uh, Justin Peterson. And uh, I'll be posting a lot of um, maybe some behind the scenes uh, stuff for like how the art comes together. We're certainly going to be putting that stuff on our blog. That'll be on the website. And uh, yeah, just kind of stay in touch and stay, you know, informed with everything we got going on. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. That's amazing, man. Thanks for joining us again. And thank you, everybody out there for listening to another episode of Inside the Desert Oasis Room. If you want to listen to our archive, it's available on our website, desertoasisroom.com. And we also have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Polynesian Pop. I had to think about that for a it's second. It's Sunday morning, man. You right. know, yeah, I, I saw the gears <laughs> turning in your head. You're like, hold on. I've said I'm, this a million I times. I'm, I think I'm still halfway asleep. I mean, it, but, dude, the sun just came out. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, we're probably yeah. one of like 17 people awake on right, property right, right now. Right, right, So check out the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Polynesian Pop. I'll get it out there. And then uh, if you want to help support the channel, patreon.com. <laughs> slash Polynesian pop. Let's go do some business, Justin. Let's Sounds go great. Ta- let's go handle our business. Please. All right. Nice talking to you, man. Cheers and aloha.